0: hello and welcome to the life toyetic with ben and molly i'm not ben me neither (laughs) no one here is ben um. So if you listen to this podcast just to hear his accent, I'm really too sorry. bad. Yeah. But if you tune in to hear my lilting Appalachian accent, you're in luck. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like my accent? I like your accent a lot. Don't know why you described it that way though. It's beautiful. The way you described it. Today I'm joined by my wife, Timber. Yeah. The wife toyetic. Ha! Uh. It's the wife toyetic. I like it. I like hey, it. Hey, since I'm editing, I can just put in sound effects whenever I want. Yeah, I'm kind of drunk with power now. Uh oh, we get to do things my way this time. Um, because Ben is at San Diego Comic Con right now, um, so we're doing a filler episode for him while well, he's at, Stukka, which is what the pros call it, right? Is it? Stukka. Stukka. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think yeah, so. no, that's what I've heard it called. That in a few circles. Are you the only person in the circle? Um, you know, today we're going to be watching uh, Pokemon the Movie 2000. So I'm really excited to have you on the show, because... I've never seen it. No, that's not why. Because you're you're the Pokemon expert between the two of us, right? Yeah, I've played some games. I like the Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Global Offensive. It's (laughs) It's my favorite Pokemon Yeah. Um, it's great because you'll be on your phone and I can't get your attention. Um, but I'm excited to add your, your Pokemon expertise to the mix. Yeah, me too. Tell me about your, your Pokemon experience. Um, I wasn't allowed to play as a kid. Okay, so this comes, this comes from like a, a root of spite and bitterness, really, (laughs) is what I'm I'm hearing. I'm not sure that's true. Um, I, I started playing, like, in, like, the past, like, year or like a year and a half when two pokemon years. go came out you really left on yeah that. that's true i did i totally started playing uh when pokemon go first came out and then i randomly stopped for a while that i don't remember why i think it's because the game sucked um that's fair and then they like did updates and stuff and things got better um and so i picked it back up again Yeah, I think it might actually be, like, about to start raining. Yeah, we made the really smart decision this of recording really during a thunderstorm. I think the only thunderstorm that's going to happen in L.A. this year. And we're like, you know what we should do right now? Record a podcast. So, no, this ties in really well because uh, Pokemon, the movie 2000. Oh, there's Zapdos. Oh, uh, it's about <laughs> the legendary birds. So we've got some elemental tie-ins going on right now. Ooh. So thanks, nature. (laughs) I can't remember if you watched the first Pokemon movie with us. I did. I watched the first Pokemon movie with you guys. Okay, were you familiar with like the animated series at all before that? No. So that was the other thing. I also wasn't allowed to watch the animated series growing up. So like I like the Pokemon movies and like TV show. I am not remotely familiar with you. That's funny because. For some reason, like, Pokemon was okay in our household. I think I hit people, like, I got in fights as a kid, so I think I, like... Oh, it's like you were, yeah, they didn't I, want to like, expose you to the violent content. I, yeah, like, I wasn't allowed to, like, watch Power Rangers. let aggressive urges. And I think the, most of the Pokemon stuff came from the training card game, and the fact that, like, it was an incentive... For, like, the kids I grew up with, I guess, to, like, steal or, mm. like, to promote the fact that, like, they had a shit ton because they had a shit ton of money yeah, or, like, that type of thing. And so I, and maybe it was because it was, like, gambling because you <laughs> didn't know what was in the card packs. What? I don't know. <laughs> That's literally any card game. You just described literally every card game Is you don't know what you're going to get when you draw no, a no, card. No. Like like when you physically buy the oh, card packs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. When you buy the card packs. Not like when you're in the that's middle of the game. That's really... That's so funny. I remember there were a lot of games that I wasn't allowed to play because any, any kind of game that would like inspire jealousy or competition, especially between my brother and me, we were, was a big problem. So there were things that we weren't allowed to play just because of like... The game dynamic would pit us against each other and make us hate each other. And my yeah. parents were like, No, no, no no, let's no, no, not encourage that. <laughs> so I, we were always, um, we always played like, co- they had to be cooperative games or just like games that neither of us had an interest in what the other was playing. Yeah. And I think even now, like, I can only play cooperative games. Like, I don't... I never acquired that, like, I'm gonna beat you at this game. Like, I don't have that drive. So, yeah, I'm glad that that curbed my aggro urges. You seem to have turned out the way you turned out regardless. But, what way is that? You. You're just more aggressive than me. Yes. Which is good, because you You're, solve a lot of my problems. I'm just more assertive than you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we're gonna go possibly inspire some more aggressive behavior from my wife by watching this movie. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with this. <laughs> we, hopefully we'll still be married let's when we go, get back. Let, let, let's go eat some lunch and watch a movie. Yeah, we're gonna that go eat some, we're better. gonna, no, we're gonna have a nice afternoon yeah, where we eat we're lunch. have, a date lunch. We're gonna have, oh my goodness, this is a date! Yes. I didn't realize this was a date. Oh, God! We're gonna go watch a movie. We're gonna have a romantic <laughs> meal Where's together. the stop button? I'll <laughs> the stop button for you. And Where we'll be back it? after these very old commercial messages. Which button is it? It's some yellow one. On July 21st, when Pokemon The Movie 2000 hits theaters everywhere, you can be one of the first to catch the mysterious double-sided holographic Ancient Mew card for the Pokemon trading card game. Free with every admission, you can receive one Wizards of the Coast Ancient Mew game card. Pokemon The Movie 2000 starts Friday, July 21st, rated G. Ancient Mew cards are available only in the first week or while supplies last. So we're back. Yeah. We're still married. Yes, we're definitely still married. Yeah, well, sometimes the movies are really bad. That so? Okay, that's not going to change the status of our marriage. Oh, that's good to know. It actually wasn't a terrible movie. No, it was passable. Yeah. What was your impression? It felt like nothing happened. Yeah. The bad guy was like super, super easily able to like capture the three birds, which didn't make any fucking sense. And then Ash just like literally like falls into like at least two of the balls, like doesn't have to do any work for any. We should of them. back up because you don't, you're talking about balls and birds, and we don't want to confuse our listeners by thinking they we've changed the podcast format somehow. And this is the balls and birds cast. You asked me what I thought, like that's what I thought. He's mm-hmm. <laughs> like. I thought about the birds and the balls. <laughs> I remember when I had that talk. My <laughs> parents sat me down. Your parents did not have a birds and bees talk with you. Do you want to know the kind of talk I did have? When I turned thirteen, my mother was like, You're old enough for the sex talk and I was like, Oh okay. And she had these K Arthur tapes that she made us listen to. That sounds terrible. Do you are you familiar with K Arthur? Yes. She's a Christian writer, for those of you who don't know, and she, she does like a shit ton of like Bible study stuff. She's a fundy Baptist, yeah, like Bible study stuff and like radio stuff. Um, but I had to listen to the K. Arthur tapes. I didn't learn anything about like the actual mechanics of sex, um, <laughs> so I didn't I didn't know that for a while. But it did talk about how sex is like a can of Drano. The f- what? Because if Have- you put if you put sex in your sink it cleans it. Uh, maybe I didn't retain that doesn't make much any sense case. at all but I think it's more like if you don't use it right you'll get chemical burns <laughs> are you serious <laughs> um, oh my god yeah. oh my god I haven't gotten chemical burns from sex yet oh wait uh, Nope, I have. <laughs> when you use the wrong lube, bad things happen. Do you remember that? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> Don't use warming lube if you're chafed. <laughs> Don't do it. I should have listened to Kay Arthur. I'm really sorry. This We got way off track. It's Sometimes it's fun to go to these places <laughs> and explore a little bit. Go off on oh, these we little, definitely explored. Oh, uh, yeah. We go off on these little tributaries, but we're going to find our way back to the main river right now. About the birds and the balls? The birds and the balls, which brings us back to Pocket Monsters, the movie. 2000. 2000. Which is funny, because everything in it is listed as, like, 99. It came out in Japan in 99, and it was almost a full year before it was released in the U.S., and it would have been in the year 2000 when it came out in the U.S., why is the theme song so weird? Which theme song? The, of the movie, the movie, the movie one with the with the with the master of them all and the weird noises. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna walk through the plot beat by beat. And we're gonna address every single one of your grievances. Okay. with this film. So it opens up with um he's called in this. We watched it with the subtitles on because I'm deaf. Um, not really, but I may as well be when it comes to following movie plots. We watched it with the subtitles, and in the subtitles, this character is referred to as Lawrence the Third. Yeah. He, they weird. never mention his name in the movie, and... He's um, the bad guy. He's the bad guy. They never mention his name in the movie, and on IMDb, he's just credited as The Collector. So I'm going to call him The Collector. Yeah, that, that makes way more sense. Nobody cares about Lawrence, but Lawrence. The Collector actually makes sense. Maybe that's why he changed his title. <laughs> no one cares about Lawrence. <laughs> and his Mew card. Oh, jeez. We're going to get to that. But he's he's in this giant airship. This freaky there's, airship. There, there's qu- air quotes around airship. It's airship. not an actual like, airship. It's like a it's wagon weird. wheel with... Mm, it's colors like an octocopter. Only instead of eight spinning blades, it's got like 144. <laughs> I'm glad I brought a savant <laughs> on this episode. So he's in his 144... Copter. Yeah. And he has this tower, tab- Which is like wagon wheel shaped. Yeah, it's 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 a weird design. Like a lot of things in this movie that maybe they should have thought through their design it's choices got bombs. a bit more. It shoots like guided fucking missiles. Like what the fuck? It's a very expensive ship. I think this guy might be a, an Elon Musk type of character where he just has because like of created money. a because he felt like it. Yeah, so he has this this armed airship. That maybe a private citizen shouldn't own. No, definitely not should own. Speaking of things private citizens shouldn't own, he also has this tablet that has, like, a prophecy carved on it that he's reading off. Remember the, the tablet? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's weird, because it's, like, he has... He, it's almost as if he has, like, a duplicate, because they, like, read it somewhere else that's not on his ship, too. They are on his ship. Slowking recites it to them at one point. Yeah. They memorize it really quickly. They took a speed reading course. Yeah. Um... And he's reading it off in this really weird, like, kind of pseudo-religious voice about the harmony of the fire and ice and lightning and don't and destroy the world. But he's like, I want to destroy Yeah, and now. he's like, what if, okay, here's a thought. What if we didn't have harmony? Wouldn't that be super fun? I need to collect them all he's more got, than I need you know, there to he's be harmony in the world. He's actually just doing what the tagline of the show Tells him to do, yeah. Which is no, he literally is the collector. Like it makes it makes so, sense that he's like, "Well, fuck harmony in the world. I just I need them all." He just that's what the the brand is telling him to do. It. I know. This is just I am you. So it's not his you. fault. He's the victim in this scenario. If you think about it, I mean, he's still making a bad choice. He may be being told and guided. Honey, to it's okay make to make a yes and it's okay to yes and and go on this journey with me. He <laughs> just I I say something funny. And then you say, "Yeah." <laughs> okay, that's the format now. Okay. So he's he's kind of hovering over these islands. I think they're the, they're the, like the Orange Islands. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? And yeah. his his little computer goes beep beep beep. We've found Moltres. and the computer goes on to do this lengthy exposition. Yeah. Of like, ha, here's all the, the information you need. I'm going to give you the entire backstory right now. Right now, in my computer voice. Yeah. So I guess they have really sophisticated AI in Pokemon verse, or at least he built in a ship Pokemon. that way. That's true. He probably be, he's he lives on this ship all alone. It seems so. I think maybe the computer is his wife. Maybe. And. Maybe she's just like trapped in a dungeon somewhere, and like it's like <laughs> actually her speaking, and she's just her name is Computer. Yes, it's an old family name. Uh, but the computer is like, "Hey, we found Moltres," and he's like, "Cool," and he Bomb them. he exactly. He uses his missiles mm-hmm. and just like bombs the shit out of this island. Yeah, it's really until Moltres pops weird. out. Yeah, he's just like, I don't know where it is on this island, so I'm just going to like shoot it until the island is like a fucking sponge and then like hope that Moltres just comes out and did uh, get it, like crushed somewhere inside of it I don't think he thought he would actually kill him but he yeah Moltres pops out and is like I was Sleep. asleep No, Moltres is like, (laughs) Yeah. All of the birds, (laughs) all of the legendary birds in this film make noises that sound like, I'm a middle-aged man screaming in a recording booth. Yeah, but not just the birds. Like, basically all of the sound effects sound like they were literally made (laughs) by a human mouth. Like, in the entire movie. Yeah, they sound kind of like the screaming goats. Do you remember those YouTube they. Yeah, there's like a screaming- or they're like... Ah! Yes, like, that's what it sounds like. That's what they sound like. So we're actually kind of relieved when the birds get captured because they stop shrieking. But he captures the Moltres in this like energy ball thing. Yeah, so he's like, Hi, I'm going to get them all and I'm going to get Lugia because Lugia is my favorite. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he wasn't that cute. <laughs> and um, you see Lugia under the water being like, oh no. Yeah. Sort of. Or just like swimming around. And then yes. there's the title sequence. Yes. And it looks like a like like a Windows media player visualization with like swirling colors and lightning bolts. Also, we kind of skipped over the fact that like the, the collector dude, he's like, Ooh, I wanna capture this one and just like flies somewhat near the island and like captures it. Literally puts no effort into capturing them maybe and it just does. Maybe okay. All of the effort, this is, no one, no one is an overnight success, right? So maybe he spent years and years and years programming his computer, his, his computer wife, wife. He's been programming his he's wife been programming for his years, his wife and years and years and years. To find, to to be able to, to locate the birds for him. I mean, yeah. like, I totally Sometimes that. you send me to find birds, you send me to the grocery store and say, buy me a pack of chicken. So it's not that weird that he would send his wife on a bird quest. <laughs> <sighs> My complaint is not with how easy he finds the birds. My complaint is, is how he just like pushes a button, like shoots out a shit ton of things that fight autonomously. Like he doesn't have to work to catch these birds at all. I wouldn't. What do you. Do you want him to go out in like a. I want him to earn it. In like an ultralight vehicle and be like, ah. I'm that insane. would have been more visually interesting. It would have been. It would been, have been way cooler. It would have also been really silly looking. Like his ship wasn't already so And probably harder to animate. So more expensive. It's Pokemon. So we're going to catch up with Ash and Friends, who are also. Which happens after the theme song. Yeah. With the weird, weird, weird shit. Okay, in let's it. talk about the theme song. Sorry. Jesus. This is, like, I had never heard this song before. It's, like, a Pokemon rap kind of song. Yeah, it's super weird. I, like, I want just, like, the soundbite of that Master of the Ball oh, like, soundbite yeah, I know We're there. gonna put in, like, the weird T-Pain auto-tune. I'm gonna play a clip of it. Yeah. This is when autotune was really starting to get popular, and people were like, "What's this cool thing we can now do?" It's only in like that one part though. It's, which it's just very, very silly. It's just—it was so unexpected. I think we both burst out laughing. No, we when did. We heard it. We totally did. So <laughs> that beautiful song, once it's done, suddenly, oh no, there's a storm. They're on a boat. We uh, let's back up. Ash and his buds. They're yeah. on a boat. They're sailing towards the Orange Islands. They're starting They're getting to the main island, and then mm-hmm. suddenly there's a storm. Oh no! Which these kids have really bad luck with boats and storms. Yeah. In the first movie, there was a lot of boat and storm drama Pikachu and set knew pieces what was coming though. Well, Pikachu is finally attuned to the balance of nature, like all Pocket Monsters. Yeah, as is explained later on in the film. So Pikachu, I guess he can sense that something is up because yeah. Moltres was just captured, captured and that's starting to upset the balance of nature. Yeah. Yeah. And so their their boat is kind of swept off course. I was I thought that maybe this was gonna turn into an episode of Man, Woman Wild, where they were gonna be stranded in the ocean no on a boat- uh-uh. although these kids do really need to learn some survival skills. yes, because they they get, make bad choices. well, they just they, there are a lot of natural disasters that they encounter. yeah, there's a lot of storms, there's a lot of being dashed against rocks. Especially a for Team A lot of flying Rocket. boats. A lot of flying boats. Just a lot of, like, craft incidents. Yeah. Whether flying Which I guess or is what happens when we have, like, underage drivers. Oh, that's a good point. These are all young teenagers and children. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. We need to tighten up the boat license laws in pocket country. Pocket world? Well, yeah. But I feel like the licensing laws would be country by country, state by state. Bear. So I don't know what state they're in. Okay. zona <laughs> I don't know why that's the first thing that jumped to mind. Me neither. Do they crash on the island? I feel like they... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they like... They never... Okay, Like, their the boat, storm starts, and, like, the boat gets fucked up. And then they're just, like, coasting on the water, and the water takes them in and crashes them on, for the first time, on an island. And they, like, they land... They crash on a... They, uh, the boat... They never... Dock the boat. They never... Oh, yeah. It just calmly, crashes every time. Every time that the boat is... they Every time they make land, they are crashing onto it. And it happens multiple times throughout the film. Yeah. Yeah. So, they need to learn... To dock? Yeah. They need to learn how to work a boat. Or just, like, go to, to a arena versus just, like, cliffs. Just basic boating things that you would know. So, yeah. They crash on this island and there's a bunch of masked folks... People in, like, tribal masks. And, and their, outfits. And Not just outfits. the masks. Yes. They're in their tribal regalia. Thank you. And they say... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they say. No, they say, welcome to our island. Also, you're the chosen one. Do you want to... We're going to come come and, like, celebrate with us. When I, if, I, if I were in Ash's position and some folks and some strangers in tribal masks came up to me and were like, you're the chosen one come and celebrate and, like, have a meal with us tonight, I'm definitely thinking I'm on the menu. Like, there's there's no other way this is going to play out. Yeah, yeah. But Ash is like, oh, yeah, of course I'm special. (laughs) Yes. He's like, of course I'm special. I like this idea of being special. Yeah. Like, I'm special now, so I need to be really responsible. It's funny because Ash, honestly, in this whole movie doesn't, do a whole lot it's no. kind of he shows up here he shows up there and other people are telling him oh you're so great you have this great responsibility and like lay out for him what he needs to do and he's just like hmm, okay or the water just like magically takes them and somewhere the water and takes him them somewhere them. And, yeah. and, and like the <laughs> he didn't really decide to go to this island he doesn't really decide to go any of the places that he goes he's he it's hard to There's no agency. Yeah, it's hard to pin down a main character in this whole film, because A, there are a lot of them, and B, none of them really seem to know what's going on ever. Except for maybe, like, Lugia. Lugia knows what's going on. Yeah. But Lugia's got bigger fish to fry. So... Bigger birds to fry. Bigger birds to unfry, because he's trying to keep them from frying each other. He he, He just soaks them with water. Yeah. Makes them all a little cranky. Bigger birds to douse yeah when when ash and co show up and the and the tribal folks greet them they're greeted by i don't know what her role is but there's just like this main lady and she's like yeah come to the feast tonight or whatever like we're doing a celebration and my younger sister is she, gonna do some knew, sort of traditional she knew thing the boat captain oh that's right yeah there are new okay when i think of like ash and co i think ash brock and misty brock is not in this no he's in it like incidentally Mm. as like a background character but since i'm not familiar with in canon like like what's happening in the in the show there's now two new folks with green hair that are his companions because there's tracy who like doesn't do really anything yeah (laughs) he just kind of goes along with them wherever they are and i think he has a total of like four or five lines yeah so i don't know anything about this clown And then there's, what's her name, Marin, The green-haired lass who looks just like Tracy, but a girl. I'm going to assume they're brother and sister. I'm making a lot of assumptions here. But she's friends, I guess, with the tribal girl who, like, they've met before. I think her name is Carol, (laughs) the tribal lady. I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, it is. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, So Carol. Carol is like, oh, like, come to the feast. My little sister is doing some sort of traditional tribal thing. Yeah. She she's like the star of the ceremony. Yeah. And then the little sister shows up and is like, fuck you and with your bitch. traditions. <laughs> and Carol's like, yeah, that's my sister. She's a little bitch. More or less is how the interaction plays out. And yeah. there's this weird dynamic. The sister's name is Melody. And there's this weird dynamic of Melody wants to get with Ash. She walks up to him and kisses him unsolicited. Yeah. It's, a weird, it's weird like sexual assault it's weird. scenario. And then and then she looks at Misty and is like, "Oh, aren't you jealous?" And Misty's like, "No, I'm not." And, and and Melody spends the entire movie weirdly trying to convince Misty that she's jealous. Yeah, and that Melody she and spends like the item. entire movie trying to get Misty together with Ash, or even just like trying to fabricate a love triangle out of nothing. It's yeah. just a really weird. I don't know if that was something that like was added in by the. In the the English English translation, yeah. Yeah. Or if if it just, like, ugh. It's just a weird dynamic. It's a weird little B-plot that I didn't need in my life. Yeah. So they go up to the ceremony that night, and they're having their feast and whatever. And Melody shows up on stage. Suddenly she's all about this ceremony stuff. So she, like, she shows up to this ceremony thing, and it's just like kitted out in, like, special ceremony wear and, like, wearing (laughs) a weird, like, like, veil thing. She looks like she's gonna be sacrificed in a volcano. Maybe, yeah. Uh, she plays, like, a weird little, like, conch shell ocarina. So, yeah, suddenly she's all about the ceremony now that they're- now that she's trying to score with Ash. But she basically goes up to him and says, you're the chosen one. You have to get these three- Balls. Balls. Glass balls from the island's. Each of the islands, the the lightning island, the fire island, and the ice island. Yeah. Right? To go looking for the balls. Oh yeah, he makes his like his he, he makes his one like singular like choice. The one choice in this the The one choice he, he makes his yep. one instance of agency. And Missy is like, whoa, that's a weird thing for know, you to do. I know Missy is also like, you have agency? <laughs> You're Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Like his his choice is like very simply, I am the chosen one. I need to be responsible. Yeah, it's it's interesting that that's all it takes. Yeah. So if you if you ever want me to like do the dishes or like take out the trash, I'll just like come put my hand on your shoulder and be like, you are the chosen one. Be like I have to do it. I have to fulfill my duty. Duty, duty, and then I'll go take the trash out or whatever. Yeah. Oh no! I've stored this at the back of my brain now. <laughs> so they they take a boat to which island do they go to first? They go to the fire, fire one, one, right? Yeah. To go get the red paperweights. <laughs> um, it's a very pretty these balls paperweight. Are like, they look like glass paperweights. Yeah, but these kids, With inclusions of pretty colors inside. It's a pretty ball. Um, these kids love to go boating in dangerous conditions. They really do. They must like have a thing for it. Like they must get off on it on some <laughs> level, just because it's so absurd. They're adrenaline junkies. Yes. So they, they're, they're, they're two boats that they take out, right? Because like Ash takes, Ash takes one boat, and then they, they oh, take so boats. Ash takes a boat, and the rocket follows them. Okay. There's a. Bu- There's so many boats. So many vessels. There are a lot of vessels, and they are always crashing them, and it's always weird that after they've crashed in one place, that, like, the boat is still usable the next time they need to go somewhere. So it's hard, because it's like, wait, is this a new boat? Is this a different boat? Is this the same boat? There are two boats in play here, because Ash takes- This is the trip where the rudder breaks. Yeah, Ash and Mary- Erin Marin Moon. I've already forgotten. N-A-R-E-N. Yeah, Ash and green haired lass, Snot Girl. Um, snot Girl. <laughs> they go they take I thought they, she was cool. No, she's fine. She just has green hair. So Ash and Snot Girl take the the boat out to the island and they crash. Oops! And then the rest of the group follows. No, because they they don't. So they crash because the uh, it storms again and, the rudder, and the rudder breaks. And everybody follows them in a different boat because mm-hmm. they have to use the chick the the Mel- dance chick. melody melody. They have to use Melody's boat because the other boat's been taken by Ash. They follow them, yeah, and, and they up, end end like, them crashing right because next they them. feel like they need to go and like save them because like they're in trouble that he's alone. But they end up just, like, crashing next to him. Yeah, it's weird. Now they're they're both there. Like, you could have... I don't know if they needed two boats, because, like, for the plot later on, the writers were like, oh, we're going to need a second boat. But really, there's no reason for there to be two crashed boats, Yeah, really, in my mind. Also, the second boat flies. Okay, so they're... (laughs) They have to. Ash has to run up to the top of this mountain, or it's, it's basically each island is kind of like a little volcano. Yeah. He has to run up to the top to fetch the paperweight, and so he's running up the stair. He just like runs up. Like they crash the boat, and he immediately hops out and runs off. Yeah, he's like, it. He has like an insane amount of urgency. Yeah. To like go even, and get these paperweights. Even though at the feast, Melody was like, "You, you can do it tomorrow. Like it's this." This, you know this isn't, like, a big deal, right? Um, but Ash takes it very seriously for some reason. And he runs up the stairs up to, like, it's like a path kind of thing up to the top of the, I guess, volcano. And then the other boat crashes. And they're like, I don't even, they're just like, we need to follow him up there. Something, something, something. Yeah. And what, what Melody does is she, like, pulls up the sails on her it's a weird boat because it's a power boat, so there shouldn't be sails. But she like that's opens what's so tricky a thing about opens it. Opens up and like a collapsible mast pops up, yeah, and that's, like yep. extends, uh-huh. and then sails come up, and suddenly it's now a sailboat, and they sail up the stairs. The yeah, wind catches the wind, it, and yep. the boat flies vertically. It it flies, and then it's just like the wind pushes it up the stairs. It's very Fitzcarraldo. If you've ever seen that movie, I had to watch it for my German film course. Nope, definitely haven't seen that. It's about a guy who sails s- a boat upstairs? Almost. He has a steamboat and he has it hauled over a mountain. Jeez. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Werner Herzog movie. Oh, so it's like okay. weird and creepy and disturbing. Yep. And there are some like really weird stories about like the production of that film. So, yeah, Fitzcarraldo style, they just, like, sail over the mountain. They just yeah. go up the mountain in their boat. Yeah. Um, and then just, like, pick up Ash, who's, like, already gotten the he, circle yeah, thing. He and found, it's just, like, standing there. He found the paperweight. But um, Team Rocket catches up to them when he gets the paperweight. And they're like, we're going to steal Pikachu. Because I think that's what they say every time. Yeah. They want to steal Pikachu. I'm not... Sure, why? Like, what's special about this Pikachu? They could just go to... Because it follows him around. It's like his special... He's like... It's... Well, why do they want that? They could have their own special Pikachu. Like, they could just go to a breeder or a shelter. Don't breed nobody, or no, when no, shelter can... Pikachus die. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Pikachus he... can't be that hard to find. I know they're kind of like... I feel like you could probably, like... Find them in your yard. Like if you see a weird tuft of grass, like pull it up and it's just a bundle of Pikachu fur, and there's three little babies inside.
1: Just like cover it
0: back up. So I'm sure, like yeah, you just kind of you can just like take one, and it's yours now. Maybe they want Ash's Pikachu because it's Ash's Pikachu. Maybe that's the reason. Why do they, they want not it. like Ash? Because Ash beats them all the time and defeats their evil I think he only, he only defeats them because they're coming after him. It's kind of a circular thing. Yeah. I know they work for someone. It's been a long, long time since I saw... Team Rocket? Yeah. They work for a guy who, like, sits in the shadow and has a... Is it a Persian that Meowth evolves into? Yeah. Person. And has a Persian that he, like, sits and pets in the shadows. Which sounds sexual, but it isn't. He's just, like, sitting in, in a shadow and petting his kitty. <laughs> keeps, still sounds sexual. Fuck, I can't do this. I'm going to end this sentence. And, yeah, so they answer to someone, but I don't remember the details of why they want the Pikachu. I don't know either. What I the ultimate, what the end game is for, for Persian, Persian Pet Man. Any of the shows. I watched it a long, long time ago. I haven't watched any since I've hit puberty. So, Team Rocket confronts him, and then the boat kind of, like, explodes up over the mountain. And they run out of the way. The flying boat. Yes. And then there's a fun, interesting moment that I did make a note of. Because during this whole during this whole time, remember the B plot has been this manufactured love triangle. Yeah. With Misty and Melanie and Ash. Yeah. And Team Rocket like picks up on this. And Jesse says something to the effect of like don't get involved with the opposite sex. Yes. Yes. Or like, she, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. asking for trouble by getting involved oh, with the up. opposite sex. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't do, do that. that. And then James reiterates like, yeah, I don't do it either. <laughs> and then Meow comes out and it's like, yeah, but it's okay. Cause you guys have each other. And it's like, wait, I think he said, you know, I think siblings? it's, no, I don't think they're siblings. Okay. I thought they were just BFFs. Okay. I don't actually know what their relationship is. I don't know either. I but at any rate, they are confirmed gay. queer or gay, unstraight. Yes. So that was that was a nice moment. Like everything, it was. everything about those two already like screams queer. But it was nice that canonically we now know for sure. And that it, like, actually made it into the English dub. Into the English dub. I'm sure that that's not what they meant. Maybe (laughs) it is. I don't know. I don't know. But that was, like, a heartwarming moment. I feel like this movie was, like, full of heartwarming moments with Team Rocket. Yeah, they definitely... Because there was such a strongly defined villain, they kind of, like... They were, like, the bumbling villain that ended up being, like, Oh, maybe we should actually... Hell, be good yeah like we're not very good at being bad yeah so we should just be good and in the end they do kind of redeem themselves and yeah um so once once ash has the fireball the, the fire paperweight he has the first paperweight and um that's when zapdos shows up and is like hey moltres is gone this is my island now Get lost, basically. That's my lightning sound effect. Yeah, you should... There were hand motions that accompanied it. Yeah, it's better it with it the hand kinda, motions. Yeah, it's funny. Most things are. Hey! But so, all songs are better with hand motions. Oh, I ever? was not thinking about that. I was thinking about <laughs> sex. Ah. Oh, yeah, I guess there are hand motions there, too. So Pikachu and Zapdos have their electrical conversation that Meowth interprets... Yeah. and um, Zapdos is kind of a dick. Yeah. He's kind of like, no, this is mine now. Yeah, Bye. And, like, sh- basically, like, shoves them off and out, and they have to, like, make a quick getaway in the boat. And I want to say this is the point at which Rocket does not, Team Rocket does not make it off the island with everyone else. They get, like, they shoved get off. They get like Yeah, they get separated. They, they like, fall off a cliff. I think that's probably weird. when they inflate the raft, yeah. They they there's like a like a life raft on one of the boats and I think as the boat's taking off they inflate the life raft and they jump off and now they're in their own craft on the water. That may, that checks out. Um but as this is happening um Mr. Collector Man bomb uh comes and shoots his missiles some more and captures Zapdos, yeah.
1: Which he kinda deserved
0: because Zapdos was Aptos was being rude. was being a dick. Yeah. Um, so that means he gets now- captured like a little bitch, so it's fine. That's what I put in my nose. <laughs> Zapdos is kind of a dick, but then he gets captured like a little bitch. He sounds like those screaming goats. He does. He, he, that's, he's the one who sounds like the screaming goats. But it, it also means that, like, Collector Man now has two of the three. He doesn't just have that. He also has the entire human team because they got captured with that's Zapdos. That's right. They got caught, yeah. up in, caught up in the air. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they got caught up in like the energy ball that Zapdos got caught in. Yeah, because he he like throws like weird like discs. Well, it's funny because he throws like discs for one, and he throws like rectangles for another, and he, they get they're like, like, all in like different shapes. Yeah, I guess that's just a design choice of his. Where he's like, I have unlimited money. What if I made these capture and torture devices different. beautiful? Yeah. So now like he's his, his graphic design background. <laughs> These must be iconic design. Yeah, you wanted to have a strong silhouette. Um so now everyone's gotten captured and they're up in his little wagon wheel ship. Yeah. His airship. His airship with guided missiles. And and they're like, what the fuck, dude? Is basically what they say. And I'm trying to remember how they get out. Well first he like he comes down, and he's like Hey, you're not what I meant to capture, but let me tell you all about my Plan. plan. It's really important that you know. Um, he tells because he breaks the one baddie rule. Uh, he baddie makes it, rule is don't ever explain your plan. He um, he makes it very clear that he's not a Pokemon trainer. He's a Pokemon collector. And and he talks about his Mew card. Yeah, he he says some, at some point he says very explicitly like it all started with my Mew card. Like that's how I got. That's how I caught the collecting bug. Like, that was where my collection began. And we see the card. At the end of the the movie, movie. we see him with the legendary, is it the... Yeah. Yeah, like a legendary Mew card. Like a holographic legendary. Yeah, like the kind that you buy. The The kind kind that that, humans use, not the kind that are in Poke Universe. Poke Universe. (laughs) And like the kind you can get for $800 on eBay kind. Like one of those cards. And he's like, it all started with my... Holographic Mew card. Maybe that's why your parents wouldn't let you play it, is because they didn't want you to turn into... A collector. A, a poacher, yeah. They were They were like, I've... Maybe they saw the movie, and Holy they shit, were like... You were right, they are like 800 bucks on eBay. <laughs> maybe they saw... Maybe your parents saw the movie, and they were like, oh no, we can't have this for our child. We need to... Keep her from turning into Lawrence the Third. Congratulations, parents! I never turned into Lawrence, Lawrence the III. Third. No, your hair looks nicer. Thanks. So if you if you've got eight hundred dollars burning a hole in your pocket, you can go get one of these holographic Mew cards. Ooh, I found a deal! This one's only seven hundred. Ooh, get on that! It's available via Buy It Now. Ooh, if you yeah, if it's still available on eBay when this episode launches you can go get that. Congratulations. Congratulations. So while all this is happening, we should mention that there's like a literal apocalypse going on in the outside world because they've so majorly upset the balance of nature that now like I guess when they when they got rid of Moltres it started snowing like all of the heat went away. No, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But something like that and they caused this this weird like current in the water do you what it reminded me of tell me the the current that they show because like they show you like the weather they just they describe it as an underwater river and i was like no there's a special word for that like we do have a word we do have a word for that in english yeah but it it just reminds me of the east australian current like from eac yeah and you know crush and like you're riding it dude were you disappointed that there wasn't a crush and squirt cameo i was definitely disappointed that there wasn't at least like a turtle well i mean this is too early for turtle wig but that there like wasn't like there should have been a version of it in there there. in later movies i'm sure all the all the turtle pokemon that your heart desires turtle wig is kind of my favorite what is i'm gonna look at a picture of turtle wig is he cute uh, he's cute when he's a baby. Oh, when is he the gets one that a... gets trees on him? Yes, he's a turtle who has the world on his back. Which... Tur- turtwig. Yeah, it's not actually turtle. Oh, he's cute. Yeah. I. He's Is it turtwig or turtwig? Because it's like a twig in his head. Turtwig? Are you asking me how to pronounce that? Okay, something? that was a mistake, and I take full responsibility for it, and I will not do that again. I love you. So, there's there's an apocalypse going on. Right. They're like, oh, no, the East Australian Current, which I'm sure is not what it's called. And it's just messing up all the weather patterns and all the Pokemon from all over the world are starting to kind of converge on this spot. Because I guess they can all sense that.
1: Yeah, they can So all there's sense just, like, these that, like,
0: mass migrations happening and all the Pokemon are, are coming towards these islands. Yeah, they're basically, like, in the news report they talk about the fact that, like, Anything that can swim is, like, swimming over there, and anything that can fly is, like, flying over there, and anything that can't do either one of those is, like, standing at the furthest edges of landmass to get as close as possible. And also, Ash's mom and Professor Oak are in a helicopter, and they're going to the islands? Yeah, because she's super concerned about Ash, and, like... This is the first time I think I've ever seen his mother... I don't remember her being in the um, in the series at all. Although that was I admittedly know. a really long time ago, but I was like, "Hey, I know I make a lot of jokes about how his mom like doesn't care and like lets him do whatever he wants." She shows up very upset she's, at the end. She's in. She's actually in this a lot, and she's like, "I worry about him all the time, my precious baby boy." That's exactly what she sounds like. She she asks him to save the world closer to home next time. Yeah, at the end they they reunite, and he's like, "Sorry." So the Collector Man goes. I guess he goes back up to his to the bridge or whatever. Like he goes back because he has to it's capture. Like his control room. Yeah, because he's got two out of the three birds. He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get me that third bird. <laughs> and um, Ash and Co. are basically like, "Fuck this!" And they get out all their Pokemon and they blast open, like the Zapdos. Yeah, they blast open the bird holers, the bird balls, the bird. The things the birds are in the energy fields—they blast. The bird cages. Yeah, but that's already a word. That's already there's already a concept associated with the word with the compound word bird cage. So I was trying to find something different, but you know it really is a a bird cage. So these glorified bird cages—they're very fancy and different shapes than usual, and they're yeah, they're spinning and there's electricity. Yeah, no, they're fancier than a bird cage. Yes. Um. So they blast open the. The bird cages. It takes like all of their Pokemon though, because at yeah, this point, but... like Team Rocket is there. So like Team Rocket takes out like two or it's three Team of Team Rocket there? Yeah, oh they... yeah, they are there. Yeah, you're right. Oh, they use a uh, Weezing. Wheezy, yes. They use a wheezy. Weezing, yes. And a Charmander. They don't use it. It's
1: actually uses the charge. Uses the Charizard. Charizard.
0: Um, and just all they just all have their Pokemon out, and they're all just like one in one concentrated blast. They like manage to break open the and it like explodes. It like blows up part of this guy's ship. Yep, his ship gets and he doesn't seem to notice. He doesn't. <sighs> I don't know if he doesn't notice or if he's like so rich he doesn't care. Or I don't. He well, seems... see, like I wouldn't think that he would care about like the ship getting blown up because I agree. I think he is totally just rich enough that it like doesn't matter. He's like man, whatever. I can repair that, but. You would think that he would be like, shit, what'd they do with my birds? What'd they do with my birds? Where, where'd my birds go? Yeah. where my birds? There, there's my birds. I don't want to share my birds. Want, I'm the collector. I, I wanna want to collect all of. I want to have all them birds, birds on my wall. I want I want them birds. On my wall. <laughs> and my trophies. Gotta use them birds to get this other one. Gotta get me a I loogie. I all my birds. I need to get, we can get a nice loogie. If I don't have all the birds, can't get a loogie. And I need me a loogie, because if I don't got a loogie, what am I going to spin through this bucket? Mm-hmm. I got this nice spittoon, and the the guy what sold it to me said it was for loogies, so I gotta got get myself a loogie. For my nice spittoon, it's solid silver. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make that real good ping-ting sound. So, yeah, now we figured out Lawrence the Third's origin story. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they, <laughs> they blast out the birds, and the birds go free. And instead of being like, oh, okay, we're fine, the birds instead decide to fight each other. Yeah, well, they Those only break stupid. out one of the birds. I thought they break out, both of them end up bro- breaking out. Right, but they only break out one of the birds, and then the other bird attacks the other bird that's still in the cage, and that's how and the that's other what one breaks, breaks free. Yeah, because they break out Moltres first, right? And then Moltres yeah. attacks Aptos, and they're like, fuck you. And they yeah. both start screaming in their middle-aged man goat voices. <gasps> yeah, that's more or less what it sounds like. And and then, like, Articuno shows up, and you're like, Articuno seems like they would be the chill, sane one. Because so, chill? Maybe that's why. And then Articuno just like loses its shit, and they all three of them start fighting each other. Yeah. So now you've just got like a three way battle of elements basically happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it took me like too many years to realize that Catchem was like Catchem. Like, yeah. So, like Catch them. When did you first realize that? Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres or, like, Uno Dos Tres. I don't did think, you realize it, like, I, right away? Y- no, I don't think I did. Because I, I, your brain doesn't work. I, yeah, my brain just doesn't work with, like, languages. Like, that. The, the, the Ash Ketchum one is just, like, it. the Ketchum is just, like, so over the top that I'm like, oh yeah, I did <laughs> that it was one. was so over the top that it, like, did a little dosy dough with my brain and just kept going. Yeah. Like, it doesn't surprise me that, like, you got the birds. I think because but, but I... Because you, like, aggressively look for meaning? Well, I, I I cue really hard on spelling oh and yeah in, in uh-huh. my mind ketchup I'm like that's ketchup with an M all like too many letters are different to be like catch M they right. change too many letters but Moltres it's like right there in the word like, yeah they're all right there I don't cue off the spelling I cue off like the sound mm-hmm and I, like, my brain just, like, because it doesn't speak, like, in Spanish. It's just, like... Your brain does You don't get a Spanish station in no, there? No, no, there's no Spanish station. There's no, like, Spanish... <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> that was my hometown Spanish language radio station. Uh, nope. Never... B- brain doesn't have that wavelength. But I get that, like, yours does, and so it, like, makes sense that you would... I would only get the ones that are, like, super superficial, and you would get the ones that were deeper, and we would, like, miss. Swap out. Yeah. yeah. Some of the Pokemon Babes, if you feel like they just, like, threw some Scrabble tiles down. <sighs> like, oh. Some of them, it's like, you could tell, like, they only had a couple left to do, and they just really wanted to go home. They wanted to, like, send in their sheet and- Like, and like, get, like, like, Gilgar? Or, oh, I was thinking, like, Mr. Mime. Like, he's a also mime. man. That- he's a man. Mr. Mime, okay, that's one more down. We only have a couple left. That's like a regional exclusive one in Pokemon Go. Like I can't catch one because you have to go to like Europe. Oh well we can go to Europe sometime so you can catch a Mr. Mime. Thanks. There and get a green card. <laughs> I don't like in the whole movie though, Mr. Mime is just like mime, mime. I feel like yeah, he shouldn't say anything. What what? It's a mime, right? Who says he speaks? But then all he can say is mine. It's like the birds. So he's not really a mime. 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 mime, 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 mime. Yeah, he's basically a seagull. Do you think? Do you think in Pokemon canon, like Mr. Mime is like a pest? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Like he like helps this chick out, like in the movie, but like definitely a pest. Well, he's, he's like there. he's like a, he serves in like a house elf capacity in the, in the Ketchum family. But I imagine you can go to like any beach and you can like toss french fries at the Mr. Mimes. And they'll be <laughs> yeah. like, mime, mime, mime. And they'll start fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. And like, uh, but like, it's weird. It's like, he's, he's smart too. Like he like sees that it's about to like start pouring down rain and like goes inside and gets an umbrella and it's just like mine, 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 mine yeah. the entire time though. It, it's unclear how much like intelligence and agency these creatures have and you do wonder if they're like trapped in their own consciousness they can, they 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 inside are like speaking full intelligible sentences but they can't communicate through anything more than like gestures and just saying the same word over yeah. and over. Can Pokemon vote? I don't know. I don't know that they should be Able to vote? Maybe that, maybe that makes... thing out, like, Pokemon personhood. If a Pokemon took a picture of itself, does it own the rights to that photo? <laughs> I mean, you can take, you t- you take pictures in, like, the new Pokemon game, In games. Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Do you have to compensate all the Pokemon for the photos? Do they have to sign a release? <laughs> in, like, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, like you like have a camera and you go and you like take pictures of pokemon in the wild and i'm like did they do they consent, to do have they their consent? A <laughs> you don't want to catch them in a compromising position wait okay so back to pokemon voting what what <laughs> if like well, it's really important that we yeah yeah yeah, figure this yeah. Out. well because like you have like meowth who can speak who can speak and you have Slow King who, who can also speak. speak. Then you have people Even though he sounds like David Schwimmer. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. We were on a break. So it's like do you have to do you have to be able to speak to vote? Is that the Pokemon? Not if gross? if you're human you don't have to be able to speak to vote. You can be nonverbal or deaf or mute and, and vote. So I don't think that's a good enough criterion. But how do you know when someone Maybe like they Pikachu make them, is, is okay. voting for the affirmative or the negative? Maybe there's, they, they, um, well, you, you would probably write it down. Like they would check this or that box. Maybe okay. they have like a standardized test that's like, argue sentient. <laughs> bring your Pokemon. Yes. Bring your Pokemon <laughs> to like fill out this form and we'll uh, determine whether there's enough going on for them to be able to like have an opinion. And So it's going to be like brain activity? Or just like answer these questions, like write an essay. <gasps> pika, 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 pika 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 pika. Yeah. <sighs> maybe maybe it's just maybe you just use like meows for translating. That's true because meows has proven that. He speaks, I think, every Pokemon language yeah. that there is. Cause they because Pikachu is talking to the Zapdos. Zapdos. Through, not even with words, but like through electrical frequencies that somehow Meowth is still it's able to detect Morse and code. interpret. It's basically Morse code. I think every, Meowth is basically like a universal translator and I think every human or at the very least every Pokemon trainer should be assigned a Meowth. As like a fixer, yes. <laughs> Yeah. because that will make their, their training journey so much easier. Yeah, you, you show up somewhere, you need help getting your, machamps chance to like carry your boxes into your new house. You just like call up your mouth and like, hey, You're like these boxes go here, yeah, these boxes go there. Just like have your mouth fix it all for you. Your mouth, yeah, <laughs> your meow, your mouth will fix it. Your <laughs> mouth can fix some things. As I've learned. But <laughs> not everything. Not everything, unfortunately. <laughs> I don't remember when when Lugi comes in. Lugi. I swear I was watching that. Um no, I'm I'm looking it up. They the birds as they're fighting, they like fuck up this airship so bad that it falls out of the sky. Right. Like yeah. the airship gets destroyed. And, like, every other vessel that's been featured in this movie crashes onto an island. Yep, because despite the fact that it's a shit ton of water, not very many islands around we still, still manages to, crash to find in an, an island. island. Crashing the island, um, which is the lightning island, which has the second paperweight that Ash needs to get. So Ash is like, okay, cool, thanks for dropping me off, and, like, runs to go get the other paperweight, right? I don't remember exactly how he finds it, but he finds... He it's like right there. He like lands, and it's like right there. Oh, he doesn't cool. even have to like go look for well, it. Well, that's convenient. Yeah, there's been a lot in this movie where it's like, wow, that was that was really easy for you. There, yeah, there's there's a lot of like back and forth. It's like, oh, now I have to run this errand here, and I have to hop in my car and run this errand over here, and like I ha- now I have to crash my boat over here and like run this errand. There's a lot of like I have to go here and then here and then here. But there's not a lot of like I'm trying to do this one thing and I'm having to overcome a lot of obstacles as I'm aiming for this one clearly defined goal. Yeah, It's a lot of like it's... kind of frenetic oh we have a lot of like kind of insignificant tasks to It's like real life. Really? Yeah. There's it a lot is. Of... It's like tedious and kind of boring. <laughs> There's a lot of like just daily mindless trivia that we have to do in order to like do your big thing that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah this, this movie is basically like Ash runs errands with really high stakes. Ash runs errands, but his vessel always falls apart. <laughs> so poor Ash. He's basically just, just running he's errands. Struggling. Yeah, he's he's having a hard time. Bless him. So, the birds, they, they crash the airship. The uh-huh. birds are fighting. Ash yes. finds the yellow paperweight. Yes. And then this is when Lugio shows up. This yes. is like the first time we really see all of him. Mm-hmm and he picks up their boat and moves them over to the main island i think or they he moves he them takes over to wherever sloking is yeah i think sloking is on the main is he on the like, green island, island the green island yeah. yeah and they take him they put them where sloking is because sloking has is responsible for guarding i guess like the the little sloking like, has exposition yeah sloking has to tell describe yeah why is sloking in this it's this weird. This is a weird choice. Yeah. He's, like, the guardian of this, um, like, monument where they have to put the balls to, like, fix everything. Yeah. He's, like, a guardian of, like, a sacred altar that these paperweights go on and that has, like, a special stone that, like... Which is, like, the same kind of stone that's in... It's, like, a... Re- like, I assume the plain guy, the collector, it's, like, they're, they're, like, the same tablets. Oh, maybe they just made a bunch. Or maybe he... I don't know. Found it. But he printed off a scan or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel like the collector probably like printed off a scan. Um but and like a tablet with like the prophecy that's like, Don't fuck up. Yeah, because, because Slow King basically goes through and like reads the prophecy again and like gives all of them all of this exposition about like, guess what? These balls go here. And he just like takes Ash over there and is like, put the balls put in. Put the balls in. And so Ash goes and like is like, put this one in, Tunk, put that one in. And this Slow King's makes, like, yeah. wait where's the third one? And Ash is just like, uh... It's I a... only have those two. Yeah. slow so King's like, well, fuck, you gotta go get the other one, because if you don't, like, it doesn't do any good. And I feel like, at this time, like, all the birds are fighting. Yeah, all the and, birds and are fighting. And Lugia is, like, trying to break them up, and Lugia gets injured. Yeah, Lugia is not, is having a hard time trying to break up the fight. And... Because mm. he needs the Chosen One to help he needs him. the Chosen One to help him. And <laughs> Melody plays her little sh- conch ocarina deal. Yeah. Um, and the, the song helps heal Lugia, I guess? Yeah, Lugia's, like, basically, oh, like, restores, like, passed out. Restores Lugia's energy or something? Yeah, like, Lugia, like, falls out of the sky, and it's, like, falling it through the ocean, and she's, and, the, and Slowking's like, oh, yeah, and you have to, like, play this song, which you get all the balls in, and she's like, oh, this song, this and she, song? like, plays and it. And even in just playing the song, it helps Yeah, Lugia feel, Lugia feels all better. Yeah, and I feel like he even comes back and, like, tells her, yeah, he like, comes, thank you, like, you revived me. Yeah, he comes back, because he has to talk to Ash and, like, tell Ash what to do. Right? Because he talks to Ash, doesn't he, and tell him you have to go to the ice island and get the ice ball and bring yeah, it back? Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's like, don't do it, Ash. Because it's, it's a ways away and he has to, like, run across the frozen ocean Yeah, and he like to it. And he, and he, like, tries to start, like, walking. He's like, oh, this will never work. Like, why am I even trying to do this? And then, like, Team Rocket shows up. Um, Team Rocket shows up later boat. because, um, this is the part where he finds the wrecked boat when they crashed their boat, like, the third or fourth time, and the boat finally just gave up. He, he uses, like, a piece of the hull or something to ski on. He has, like, Charizard pull him. I mean, it's a sled. he slicks it. But sit, yeah. He's, yeah, he's tubing. Yes, he's tubing. He's tubing in a... A Charizard, and all, basically all his Pokemon are pulling Yeah, him. and it's like it's, a Sled Dog And his like Ivysaur are yeah. like all pulling him. It's like a Pokemon I did a Rod thing yeah. going on, which I thought I thought it was super cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also thought it was ridiculous, but like I thought it was it's, super. Cool. It's really silly, but it's actually kind of clever. Like this is the first time he's ever in this movie at least, like, had to overcome a problem in a creative way. Yeah, maybe that's why I liked it so much. Yeah, because everything else has kind of been like, we can solve this by crashing our boat here or there, and then there's what you need, go grab it. Okay, now what? Where are we going next? And this is the first time he's actually had to do something clever to, to come up overcome with a solution. Something. Yeah, to, like, actually use his brain and, like, problem solve, as so opposed to he, kind of just, like, so, doing so, whatever's so in front So he has of him. agency twice. Okay, so twice, Yeah. Because he, cause he says, I'm going to go get the balls. I'm going to go get the balls. Like, I'm going to be responsible. I'm the chosen one. So he takes action there, and then he takes action to get the... And I suppose also in just deciding that he's going to go to the island, because everyone in his group is saying, don't do it. And he kind of has this moment of like, I'm probably going to die. But it's fine. I'm going to go get the ball now. Yeah. that's <laughs> a, a bit weird. weird. It's a weird... I. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be feeling if it's supposed to be like played for laughs, but at any rate, he he chooses to to go after the the blue ball. <laughs> he goes after the blue ball, and he he very cleverly comes up with the snow tubing idea. Yeah. And as he's snow tubing, that's when Team Rocket comes up on their um their raft behind him, right? They yes. Show up in their raft. Shit! What? How does that happen? Maybe he gets the ball first, and then they show up in the raft. Oh yeah, I guess maybe they help him get away because yeah. he does because the because when he goes to get the ice thing like all the all the birds come and are like tr- are attacking each other again around him. And so Lugia comes again and like tries to help and like Lugia gets like thrashed again. And they all get put in danger and the and Rocket com- the, Ro- Team Rocket no, like, like comes to yeah, save Yeah, like Team Rocket like all of the yeah, all the birds it's very dangerous to cross the ice because all the birds are attacking, and they and Team Rocket comes and helps. And the nice thing about having a motorized boat is that motorized boats can go up mountains, as we've established. So they kind of like ride up the mountain again in through their through a boat, cave. Through a cave. Through a cave. This must. This is like an indestructible inflatable raft. Yeah. Yeah. This it's is a, like it's a, some sort of Kevlar. It's like a um shit. It's like a hovercraft. Yeah. It's like a hovercraft. It's got a motor. It's got like a fan thingy in there. Yeah, the back. it it's like a like a swamp boat. Yeah, yeah, But a hovercraft. Yeah. Um, so it does, it has like a big giant fan off the back that just is blowing them forward and stuff. But yeah, it's insane. But they like go through like a cave and stuff and they help them like get the last Yeah, ball. they get the last blue paperweight. And they're they're like at the top of this mountain volcano, whatever. And the birds start attacking them, and Lugia yeah. comes and is like
1: let, let me, me save. Let me you.
0: carry you to safety. So, Ash and Pikachu <sighs> climb on Lugia's neck. Yeah, and Lugia starts to like fly away, and then Team Rocket like comes running after, her, and they just like jump and catch Lugia's leg. Like Ash and Lugia and Pikachu were definitely gonna leave them to die. <laughs> yeah, it was really rough, and it was it was just it was super super fucking weird that yeah they were just gonna like leave them to die. When they, like, Rocket at this point has had, like, an entire scene where they're, like, talking about how, like, we're gonna be good. Yeah. We're gonna do the good thing. We're gonna, we like. Don't to we don't want the world to be destroyed. Because we don't want the world to be destroyed. Because if the world's destroyed, we can't be evil. Yeah. It's, like. It was sound... so beautiful. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I loved it. I feel, I was, like, yes. Like, I understand this. They integrated new information and changed. And yeah. That's all anyone can hope to do. Yeah. Yeah. So they they're like hanging on to Luya's Lugia, leg. leg, yeah, and Luya's like trying to fly off, and for some reason the weight of like two Team Rocket people and is, a Meowth. And a, and a Meowth is too much, and is like falling through the air and like not able to be like you know as efficient in fleeing the three birds that yeah, are trying it, to kill it. Yeah, it's you know this is this is no toothless situation here. No. This is this is definitely like. Lugia is is admittedly, like, pretty clumsy at this point with, like, all of their baggage. And so Team Rocket is like, we have to let go. We have to sacrifice ourselves so that, like, Lugia can carry Ash to safety. And so they let go and, like, think they're falling to their deaths. Which is a... Spoiler alert. They don't die. They don't die. But they've also, like, been launched into the air multiple times. Everyone in this movie has cheated death so many times already because of all yeah. the boats that are crashing in there and like airships are crashing and at one point the helicopter with Ash's mom in it also crashes. People, everyone in this movie should be dead or at least grievously injured. I feel like this entire movie has just like proved that like the reason that in the game you walk everywhere is because nobody should have a vehicle. <laughs> no one in this universe should be licensed to operate no. a motor You can have a vehicle. bicycle. Right, so you can ride your bike. That's why you can run. I think, yeah. But there should never be, there should not be boats. There should not be cars. There, there should, should not, not be planes. Planes or helicopters. Yep. It's just no travel via Pokemon. Yeah, ride ride on your Gyarados. Yeah, or ride your bike. That's yeah. safest. Like, yep. Don't don't no 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 license to drive. No no. Let's just let's just outlaw all motor vehicles. Cause that's safest, yeah. Yeah, these folks can't, or just like the weather is always really bad because this is even in the first Pokemon movie. The whole like, we're in a storm, uh oh, now we're on an island, like we're adrift. That was some that was a device that they used in the first movie, too. Yeah, they just really love storms. There's just a lot of storm, I guess. Storms are like an easy way to like throw something off course of what you were planning on doing, that's true. it's a good way to like. Put, like, a kink in a plan. Also, I imagine that in Japan, which has such a, like, strong maritime culture, like, storms play a bigger role in probably, like, their folklore and the st- kinds of stories they tell as a culture. That makes sense. Not very much of it is land for very long. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's not... And there's it's not like such living strong, in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Or Colorado. Or Kansas. Or, you know, whatever other five. states. Name, name all now. the landlocked states for me. Fuck no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yes. And yes. Utah and Nevada. And, and, and Wyoming. Tennessee. And, and Montana Kentucky. and North and South Dakota. And Pennsylvania. Uh, and... Vermont. Maybe. I don't know. Vermont is on the left or the right. Vermont should be on the left, We should should quit while we're ahead. And And Oklahoma. So now that we've definitively failed our U.S. citizenship test. Yeah. (laughs) With our inability to name all states. We weren't trying to name all of them, just just the landlocked landlocked ones. ones. It's different. It's different. If we had a map, it would be easier, but we're not looking at a map. Yeah, no cheating here. So, Rocket, like... They land in the water. They land in, like, the one patch of water in this otherwise frozen ocean. Yeah. And they look up and they see all the Pokemon that have come, like, that have gathered there, I guess, that are compelled to kind of congregate where the anomaly is originating, like, at the epicenter. Yeah. Because they basically, they, like, look up and then... Like, on the solid ice all around them it's just, like, Pokemon sitting everywhere. Yeah. So we assume that, like, the Pokemon rescue them and, like, pull them up. Because oh. we do see them later. Yeah. So Team Rocket doesn't die. Correct. Aren't we happy? But meanwhile, back at the ranch. By which I mean, on is back. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Collector has... Is... I guess his ship is still barely functioning. Like, it's crashed, but he can still, like, launch his, his little bits. Yeah, because right? he's, he's just, like, shipwrecked right now. And he, um... Still using his guided missiles, though. Yeah, he's still, he launches a thing because he's trying to catch Lugia now. Yeah. um, And he succeeds. Well, he sort of succeeds because Lugia gets, and Ash both get trapped in the thing, like, the energy field. But then Lugia just flips out and starts... Energy beaming, I guess. Hyper beaming. Yeah. Just kind of wildly around and, like, hitting a bunch of stuff. Like, the beam hits the airship and and blows up part of it. And eventually, Lugia does, like, break out of it and just, like, crashes into the ocean with, like, the bits of the cage kind of drifting around. Yeah. Because he's... Lugia, at this point, is just, like, so exhausted. (laughs) My note says... These kids really need to learn basic survival skills because they ought to all be dead several times over from trauma and exposure. Oh, right. Because nobody has jackets. They're all in in shorts. shorts And it's snowing and there's ice. Yeah.
1: And Um, like, they don't
0: even like address it. They don't even be like, "Mm, I'm cold. Yeah. I bring this up because Ash and also Team Rocket, like they crash into below freezing water, like freezing seawater. Yeah. And then they just get kind of like fished out and they're fine. Like Misty fishes Ash out of the water after like Lugia crashes into the water. And he's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go put the ball on the thing. And just just, like starts running up the stairs again. Like he would be not, he would be not functional. Yeah. Like would not be like mentally functional. Like his, even if he was mentally functional, like his his body body would not respond. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone else would have to like carry him. But. It's the blue ball that's, like, super special, though. And, like, Slow King like, talks about the fact that, like, when you get the, the ice ball, like, it'll only, like, show up if someone, like, special, like, grabs it. The chosen one. Yeah. Which we've already established very thoroughly that Ash is. Yeah. literally every character in this, I think, has said it to him at one point or another. Yeah. Um. So he runs up the stairs. Somehow his body is still functioning. He runs up the stairs and he puts in the blue ball. <laughs> and... Puts the blue ball in the hole. He puts the blue ball in the hole, and, um... Nothing happens. Well, the radioactive slime comes out, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yes. Just like glowing green it's water so comes out of, like, the monument. It doesn't even, like, look like water to begin with, though. It, it looks, looks more, like slime. It looks more viscous than water. Yeah, it look, It reminds me of, like, Nickelodeon, like, slime, but, but more, like, like bioluminescent. BioLum- it's definitely got, like, a Madame Curie kind of vibe. Like, you're gonna get cancer if you yeah. touch this stuff. Yeah. Um. But it it kind of, like, I guess, bubbles up. Like, it... Yeah, it, like, comes from, like, like, around everywhere. It comes yeah, up it through, like, like the ground. It, bubbles up the... Like, the, the part of the monument that's, like, a... That's got the holes for the balls. But yeah. So, it, it fills it up, and there's these, um like, standing stones, I guess, that are arranged around it's it. It's like Stonehenge. It's very stonehenge Um, And Melody plays her song on her on her shell ocarina and causes this... St- and suddenly, in, instead of it being viscous, it's now very runny like now water. It's water. And, and it just goes fucking everywhere and coats over. everything. Yeah. It goes in the ocean. It yeah. goes in the ocean. So you're just, like, seeing what looks like toxic radiation <laughs> toxic just, like, waste. flowing into the ocean and changing thinking, the color of the it ocean. It really odd, like, of all the colors you could have chosen for, like, Why what's supposed to, it's supposed to be, like, a healing energy. I guess green kind of makes sense. If, not if, the shade of green it was if you didn't already have the association of glowing green liquid with like this is radioactive and it's gonna kill me like maybe it would have worked, but they could have gone with like a white light yeah. or like a like a blue light or maybe even pink but green definitely seems like an odd choice of like this glowing light that's supposed to be healing everything and like restoring the balance of nature. yeah, it's just it looks spooky. And it, I don't think it was supposed to look spooky. It yeah, looked, I don't it think kind it was of, supposed to. It looked to. menacing, and it was supposed to look... Healing, healing. and beautiful, yeah. Um, but it eventually the green fades. But we that really struck us as like, don't touch that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff's gonna kill you. Yep. <laughs> and like, I love that Like the after you deal with like all of this slime, right? The next thing that happens is the fucking... East Australian current. Thank you. The East Australian current, it's yeah. up in the fucking sky. Yeah, it like, the comes current... out of the ocean. The current lifts up out of the water. So it's like a tube of water that's floating over the water, like a water bridge. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. And I don't know why that happens. Why does the water... What? I, don't... I don't. We don't know. I don't, I don't know don't if know. this was something that was like really lost in translation, or if it's some Japanese cultural thing that they would have known what it meant like the water current means something to them, or the like the river, the floating river means something to them that maybe we're just missing as an American audience. Maybe. Or if I'm like giving them way too much credit. I and think it you really might be giving nonsense. them way too much credit. Okay, well I try to be culturally sensitive. I, I'm sure they appreciate that. Um. And then and then the river goes away and it yeah and then it just like down. falls back in, into Lu- the ocean and then Lugia pieces out and the end and then Ash's mom comes running up. She's like, hey. Son, I have PTSD because I just survived a helicopter crash. How are you? <laughs> save the save the world closer to home next time. Yeah, why do you always keep finding yourself I love that, in these like, positions? She's she's pissed that she has to travel to come see him. I mean, I'm sure she was saying it in like a tongue and cheek way that parents do. I don't know. It's I'm having a hard time parsing what her relationship with Ash is because she seems very very protective of him, but also she lets this like what is he 11 12? This pre-teen tra- like, yeah, just like travel the world with with teenagers with monsters and, and critters and his pets and like more or less do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. He, like, earns his own money by winning fights. Like, he, he like, doesn't need her at this, at this point. But it's like, dude, you're, like, 11 or 12. Son, it's time you learned how money gets earned. <laughs> it's so weird. And then, like, we cut back to the collector, who is still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He totally survived. His ship is destroyed, and he's just kind of sitting there on a rock, like, eh. It seems very chill. He's never not seemed chill. That's true. When he's when he's winning, he's chill. When he's losing, he's chill. Like he doesn't lose his chill. Ha! He doesn't lose You made it, funny. Ah, good job. Um and like no matter what's happening, his 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 reaction is always kind of like, "Hmm." Yeah. So like he's he like as a villain, he's not through. compelling at all. No. No. As a villain, he's, he's very, very boring, like in one note. Yeah, he's very, like, I guess almost, like, cold scientific, like, mm. is a collector, but, like, not, like, a collector of, like, oh my goodness, I'm so excited about this thing, but, like, an academic collector. Yeah. So, like, his whole ship crashes, right? At the end of the movie, we, like, cut to him, and he's, like, standing around his, like completely totally trashed and unsalvageable shit and at his feet is the holographic it's the motherfucking new card, new card. <laughs> that started it all and he just kind of looks at it and he yeah he looks at it, he walks up and like picks it up and it's like huh. well i guess we will have to start again it's just like, like he totally sets up movie number two or i guess in this case movie number three i wonder if he's in any of the other movies Probably not. Okay. He's such a dull villain. I he's would be really disappointed dull. if he were. Like there's no passion that you don't sense you don't sense that he's driven by anything other than like entitlement. Yeah. Yeah, his motivation's super super. He never weird. expresses an emotion, really. He's just he's almost like nature in that he's a purely impersonal force that can't be reasoned with. Yeah. So I know you're not maybe as familiar with the rating scale. It goes goes from Emoji to Lego movie? Yeah, roughly. Do you have a sense of where this movie would fall along those lines? I feel like it's, like, straight down the middle. It's so mediocre. That's kind of my feeling, too. Like, there's nothing bad about it. There's nothing really incomprehensible about it. It's just kind of one note. A lot like the first Pokemon movie was. Just, or even, like... The first Pokemon movie had like Pokemon slapping each other and crying okay, in. Okay, well maybe <laughs> this this didn't have that level of emotional resonance. Yeah. Um I it kind of reminded me of the Power Rangers movie in the sense that it was all surface. It was all just like things happening. There's no heart. There's no real heart. Which, I think maybe they were trying. I feel like a heart is required to get a Lego movie. Yeah, or to even get get higher than halfway on the scale. Yeah, because yeah, if you don't have heart, you're just, like, mediocre bullshit. Yeah, so I guess this is solidly in the middle of the bell curve. It wasn't inoffensive. It was very forgettable. Yes, very forget, forgettable. Forget, forget, forget. I forgot what I was saying in the middle of it. I, That's so how forgettable. bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess it'd be good to, like, entertain a child who likes Pokemon, but I don't think I don't feel like they would watch it over and over again. There's nothing especially, like, interesting about, like, the visuals. There's nothing especially interesting about the story. There's nothing, like, revolutionary about the characters, unless you count the fact that, like, Team Rocket does good things. Like, I guess that's... But, like, what ki- like kids don't watch for Team Rocket. They watch for, like, Pokemon. I'm sure and... some queer kids somewhere watches you. for Team Rocket, and they're gonna feel warmth in their heart when they hear... Team Rocket do Team good. Team Rocket come out. And then do good. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I Good don't, for you, kid. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I would give this movie a hearty shrug. Yeah. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a whatever. It's lukewarm. It's loogie warm if you will. It's like a loogie in that it's kind of lukewarm. But also kind of gross and you don't want to see it again. Okay, well maybe not. I have no desire to watch again, but not because it's bad, just because it's... Has just because it's a loogie impression. and you don't want to see it again. Like a bowl of plain oatmeal. It's not offensive, but you don't... Go crazy. Mm, yeah. You don't crave I bowl it. Of you don't plain desire it. oatmeal. You don't desire it. So next week, Ben is gonna be back. Whee. And what? Well, it's actually kind of weird because we're recording these episodes out of sequence. So we've already recorded next week's episode, um, and we're watching Furby Island. We have watched Furby Island. Yeah. Do you you remember that? I saw bits of it. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it, it's it was a harrowing experience and I'm really looking forward to sharing that experience with all of you and uh, maybe integrating some of that trauma. So, uh, <laughs> look out for that. Well, thank you very much for listening. If you've listened this far. Good job. I hope you've enjoyed our wifely discourse. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed recording it with you. Yay. And I love you. I love you too. Mm. Isn't this the part where you ask people to subscribe and share and rate and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you would please subscribe to us, I would appreciate it very much. Or leave us a nice review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media at The Life Toyetic on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook. I think that's all of them. Yeah, I don't think you guys have an Instagram because what would you put on it? Yeah, I don't know. And we definitely don't have, like, a LinkedIn. If you want to follow me... I'm at Molly Alice Hoy on Twitter and Instagram. I assume you don't want people to follow you because you just post about boring stuff. I mean, they could. I post about study Camp stuff. I'm at Timber Hoy. And of course, thank you so much to Brian Melbum who did our theme music, the Toyetic Toe Tapper, which I love so much. A jaunty little tune. To I love put some pep in your step. I love the kazoos. I do love the kazoos as well. I remember playing a kazoo in my. Elementary school Christmas pageant. How'd that go for you? I was pretty good at it. Nice. can carry a tune in a kazoo, as the old expression goes. Well, we're gonna go... Eat some dinner. We're gonna go have some dinner. Thank you for coming on this date with us. This has been The Wife Toyetic with Timber and Molly. I'm Timber. I'm not Ben. (laughs) And we're glad you listened. (laughs) The Wife Toyetic comes with everything you see here. Ben is sold See you when you get back from Comic-Con, Ben. Miss you. I want to do a really good job with this episode, because I've been asking Ben to have you on the show for a while now, and I just want to prove that I can handle the responsibility. (laughs) Okay. Did you hear him fart?